What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Forex Beginner Podcast. Calvin, the new trader here. We are live in the studio today. Super excited. We have someone that traveled all the way from Detroit down to Miami, and uh, she was willing and able in a quickness to get down here. Now she's here. So, ladies and gentlemen, full-time Forex trader, Casey Jackson is in the building. What's going on, Casey? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited because this skill set is allowing me to connect with people that have a story that's worth being told. A sure. lot of people, um, they see Forex, they want to get into Forex, they right. want to get into trading, and they just see the profits, right. right? And I think the hard part is, is how do we translate where we are, our reality, to the profits, right? right. It's easy to see somebody making profits, you're like, man, if I could do that, yeah. right? But when it comes down to actually doing it, like where I'm right now, some people maybe you you work in a nine to five or you are a stay at home mom. You are you're a dad that's on the road driving trucks. How do you translate what you see online to actually being something that can be tangible in your life? Right. And you've been able to do that. You've been able. I have. To it's taken it a minute, though. It's taken a minute. I started trading about six years ago. And I say over the last two, two and a half years is when things got really good for me. Mm. So. so there's a lot in your story. Yeah. Um, you're educated. Yeah. Degrees. Yeah. Um, you have real estate experience. I do. <laughs> yeah. You have visions to buy the block, buy back the block, I things do. like that. <laughs> right. And so, so many dreams, so many aspirations. But when it came to trading, I want you to just think when you first got introduced to it, what was the thing that stood out here? So... I'm going to be honest. Somebody posted on Facebook an MT4 profit screenshot. And I have always had entrepreneurial, like, desire and to do well financially. And while I do work a traditional job, I understand that my earning potential is capped there. Um, and I still wanted to do something else that would allow me to not only save for my future, but also impact the community. And so um, I'm like, okay, he posted a screenshot with $2,000. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> you made $2,000 today. So I reached out to him and um, he invited me. To, it was an MLM, you know. And uh, from there, I started going to meetings and, and whatnot. And the company is, is great for other people, not for me. I really wanted to learn how to trade. And so... Um, I'll always be grateful to that company for introducing me to Forex because I wouldn't have known about it. And um, it was that. It's like I can make money legitimately, exponential growth, and still do the things that I want to do. Yeah. How do I do this? And so that's what I've been working on figuring out. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So six years. Yeah. <laughs> six years. Yeah. A lot of times we hear that and we're like, man, that's too long. Right. But talk to us about that, that journey. Like I often say, you don't notice how long you really been doing something because you're in it. Right. And you're on this roller coaster that yes. sometimes it's up. It's the roller coaster. And then <laughs> as, <laughs> as much as you go up, as we know, roller coasters go up slow yeah. and they come down fast. And yeah. that's literally the trading journey. Yeah. Because when you're going up, it's like, oh, man, yeah. it's like that feeling of, oh, I can't believe it. You, you see in the potential, you <laughs> right. see in the view of the city, right? Right, right, right. And then all of a sudden, yeah. when you least expect it, fast. you drop. Yeah. You know, so talk to us about 
those six years? And if you can give me a summary of each year. Yeah. So year one, I was really just trying to figure it out, um, understand all of the concepts, what it was. And I was really, I was under the leadership through the MLM company. And at that time, there weren't really I don't want to say great traders because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, but it wasn't what I was looking for. I know how I learned and I needed the information in a way that was step one, do this, step two, do this, step three, then you do this. This is what you look for. And so I spent a year just like stumbling around trying to figure it out. And uh, my second year is really, I'll say my third year, but the second year was kind of more so the same. Um, I was in grad school at the time that I was introduced. And so I was trying to keep up with the London sessions and go to school and not flunk out and work a full-time job and balancing and trying to figure that out. Like I realized I couldn't do sessions, you know, that wasn't going to work for me. And I needed to come up with a way that I could still take advantage of what the market had to offer, but I didn't have to wake up at one in the morning and then be up at five for work. And, you know, so I will say the first two years was trying to just figure out what my style would be. Um, And then I will say year three is when I linked up with some people and um, they definitely impacted my trading. Um, I learned, uh, multiple time frame analysis. I learned about swing trading. I learned how to use some tools that would help me not only get into the market, but also figure out where to get out. Uh, at that point, I learned about risk management. So I think risk management should be at the forefront of everybody's trading plan. Like when I was trading for the first two years, I was just like, whatever, you know, putting what it in there. What can I make? Right, <laughs> stacking it in there. And, um, and so I would say year three is when I really started to come up with a system. And so um, the last two, or I should say two and a half years, because it would be six years in September, but um, the last two and a half years has been really perfecting the strategy and um, teaching it online. So you've watched my videos, you know, I go through step by step what I'm doing, explaining, um, because I know that there are people out there who are like me, who are probably in school, who probably have like labor intensive time commitments where they can't be up on the charts at 8 a.m. or whatever, whatever session they trade. And so I just try to share like my process because I know somebody out there will be able to relate to it. So what I've come up with is I mark up charts on the weekend. It's not a set day. So if I have free time on a Friday, I'll do it on a Friday, but it's in between Friday and Sunday before the market opens. And I figure out what I'm going to get into. I go through 26 pairs just to find the best risk to reward and the best setup and something that makes the most sense to me. And then I, when the market opens, set my limits, let it go. And then that's it. I'll check in, you know, throughout, but for the most part, you know, I set it and forget it and go do my, my day job. So, yeah. Yeah. So I like that because like one of the biggest conversations we've been having lately has been how scalping, it makes you like, it brings about unnecessary emotion. Anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's always a setup on a five minute chart, a 15 minute chart. There's always a setup. You know what I mean? And it's hard in the beginning as you're developing which this podcast is catered to new beginner development traders. Right. It's hard when you're developing to distinguish a fake out from an actual right. trade setup. Yeah. And it's 
Asian session and you see everything lining up, you're like, I'm going. But you trading, you know, you trading, you know, let's just say USD CAD. And it's yeah. Asian session. Both banks closed, but yeah. it's a setup there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so for you, did you deal with that in the beginning? Like, were you introduced to scalping first? And then transition to swinging. Yeah, the, okay. the the leadership that I was under, that's what they did, you mm. know. And they used a lot of indicators. And my cousin laughs at me because I tell him, like, I don't like all them Christmas lights on my chart. I don't like the EMA and the the oscillators and the Bollinger Band. Like that makes no sense to me. So, um, but we did start out scalping, and I mean, they were trading heavy lot sizes on the scalp, and. You know, I had no risk management, no nothing. I will say I did do it, but then it turned around and then didn't work. I don't know if you've seen the video where I talk about I took a $150 account, grew it to almost $10,000, and then blew it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. So trying to scalp, trying to – it was not for me at all. And then I think it makes you – like, I learned a lot about myself through this process, and I can be very anxious and when you're anxious, like, well, me, speaking of me specifically, I noticed that I go into the chart, oop, I go into the chart, I, you know, mess with the trade, exit, get out, get back in, exit, get out. And so by the time you look at it, like you lost a lot of money. If you just would have, you know, gave yourself some room, size the position accordingly so that you have that room and then let it go, I would have made, you know, some good money, but I get scared. I, you know, so I don't do that anymore at all. I, I can't do anxiety is not a good look for me. It's not. <laughs> so I pass on that, that part. And I just decided that swing trading makes the most sense for my lifestyle. And I think that a lot of people, or I think a lot of people who trade probably are trading the wrong way for what their lifestyle will allow. Mm. And so that's where, in a combination with some other things where I really started to see the difference in my results. And so I like, I think people need to understand and be real with themselves. Come on. Yeah. About yeah. what they really have to give to this and then align their plan according to that. I totally agree. I was, yeah. I was, I was talking with some traders at FX summit, uh, shout out to Roy chart addicts, FX summit. Um, it's taking place right now. We're here in Miami. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I was talking to some traders and I was saying that there's three things that I recommend when you're looking, you're new and you're looking to get guidance and you're looking to grow on this journey. Mm -hmm. Number one, what is your reality? Yeah. You know, what is your reality? Are you busy? Are you, do you work in the morning? Do you work overnight? Yeah. Figure that out. Yeah. Number two, when you're looking for a mentor, watch everybody on YouTube and look for this. Don't look for a strategy, but look for this. Does that person's story connect with you? Yep. Where they come from, how yep. they came up, does that connect with you? Yeah. That's the first thing. Second thing, you have to discern their spirit. Yeah. Watch all of their material. Watch everybody. I Not agree. for a strategy, but you want to connect with this person yeah. and you want to discern their spirit, right? Yeah. Number three, the next thing is how they're trading, does that fit the reality of your life? So if they are swinging, does that align with how you can make money and what you're doing. Or if they're scalping, does that fit your lifestyle, right. you know? And the last thing was just kind of, well, that was a third thing. But another thing that I said that's very, very important is, does that person articulate in a way that fits your learning style? 
You just named like everything yeah. that I put in my video. Oh, for real? Yeah, <laughs> I was just telling yes. them that. Because these are the things that like when I look back on my journey, I spent thousands of dollars on different courses. Oh, 10, uh, so many different courses, mentorship, so many different, uh, over 10 courses probably, uh, like one or two mentorships. And these are the things that when I go back, those are the things that I would have, like when my sons are looking to trade, even though they got me, but if, if, if like I didn't trade right. and they wanted to trade, these are the things that I would tell them, this is what you look for, yeah. you know? And so anyway, but the, like those are the things that I told like those traders. Yeah. And if you find those things, you probably will only need that course because what a course does is it gives you a blueprint. Now you got to build your experience exactly, and you got to build that intuition for the market. Exactly. So my question to you is how important is intuition in the market? Cause we talk about, uh, psychology, we talk about strategy, technicals, fundamentals, whatever. But what about that intuition when you just know? You've seen it before. Right. You've been that's, there before. So talk about, about that a little bit. I was about to say, I think intuition is strengthened and developed from your experience and your time on the charts. So um, <laughs> they uh, in the group I used to be in, they would make a joke like, we don't holy go straight. But at some point... <laughs> When you've traded enough and you've seen the same setup over and over and over again, like you'll just know how it's supposed to move. So I will say, I mean, I can't quantify that for you as far as like how often it plays into the trading. But when I go through my analysis, even people comment like, how did you know that that was going to happen? I mean, I've seen it before. I'm, I'm on the charts. Like, once you get on the charts on a regular basis, you will start to pick up market behavior, and you'll be able to implement that into your 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 analysis and your trading. I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. So, six years, you just detailed for us a summary of what those six years did for you. So, once you got into this 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 realm of swinging, I'm swing trading now. Um, essentially, that's really what we want to do, right? Yeah. I heard one guy say, hey, remember, guys, we don't come to Forex to start another job. Yeah. We come to Forex because we want more time. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't want to give that that time for money thing anymore. So when you're swinging, now you really feel the effect of, man, my money's working for me while Absolutely. I'm working on other things. Absolutely. So how did that start to change your life? Like if you could remember just how it made you feel now when you're trading, were you less like stressed and emotional? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> just talk about that a little bit. You know, so I guess what I can think back to is when I was first trading, I remember, when was this, like, 18 I want to say fall of 18 I was trying to trade London session and I was scalping and I had stayed up so long between trying to scalp the London session and then get up go to work go to class after I got a migraine and it lasted for like nine ten days I had to go to the hospital they gave me some type of shot in the base of my neck but I was stressing myself out because I would see people in the group posting like profits and I'm like why can't I do that why is this not happening for me? What am I doing wrong? Like, I must be doing something wrong. Um, not realizing that, one, they might be faking it. And then, two, like, I had to come up with something that worked for me and my lifestyle and all of that good stuff. But now, moving towards the swing trading, and what I've noticed, too, now in a prop firm account, I'm more intraday. So um, in my personal account, I'm swing, but it, in uh, the prop firm I want to get the profits and move to the next level. So, but anyway, um, I will say that I am less stressed 
I am detached emotionally from the outcome of the trade because I know going in what I stand to lose and I'm okay with that. And so it really just allows me to focus on and not saying that I don't need to focus on trading, but the job that I work is it's not high stress, but it's intense. Right. And so I can't be splitting my time between talking to developers and then, you know, looking at the chart and whatever else I have to maintain my focus. So swing trading and intraday trading will allows me to be able to do that and do it comfortably and not be afraid or on pins and needles because I think my account is about to blow up. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Um, talk about uh, for a second the because uh, you mentioned it in the beginning. How was it for you dealing with, okay, your journey and the progression that you're making, and then you would go online and you would see these screenshots, you would see those profits. Did you ever have a time period where that affected your trading where you feel like, man, I need to do more or I need to make more? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I went from $150 to almost $10,000 and then blowing it uh, just because I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses and not paying attention to, first of all, my account couldn't handle the lot sizes I was taking. So had a trade went left off, off rip, it would have went bad. But yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure. And I think we talked about this a little bit online, you know, um, I'm not going to name nobody, but I think that the, the, the culture of, of Forex has, um, kind of been steered towards flashy and, you know, um, outrageous claims. Uh, although I know there are some people who do that, I don't think it's something that's sustainable. Um, but I do think it has a psychological effect on traders, new traders at that, trying to figure out, well, if they did it, why can't I do this? Like something is wrong with me. So then you turn it on yourself. You start beating yourself up about it. You think way too much. You overthink stuff. You just mess up. Right. Yeah. So, um, I will say that getting away from that mindset, getting away from looking at everybody else online um, has allowed me to really just focus on what I'm doing. Right? Yeah. 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 So you are a full-time trader and you are also in urban development also right now. I right? Am. And yeah. so explain to people why you are working in urban development and how that ties into why you even came to Forex. Okay. Yeah, like give them some background on that. Because some people may be like, hold up, she a full-time trader, but why is she working? <laughs> but they got to know the reason why you came to Forex and what your end goal is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So share so, that. And I just I just put out a video today, I don't know if you saw it, talking about I why I still work a full-time job. Yeah, talk to us about um, that. So uh, this starts all the way back when I was at University of Michigan in my undergrad degree. My father took me on a tour of the city of Detroit and he's 82. So he's seen it through its height and, you know, the very lows to it being rebuilt. And the class was about Detroit. And so um, I knew that I wanted to be a part of the revitalization that was happening in the city. I didn't understand what context yet and so I thought the route was to become a real estate agent I became a real estate agent and I work with people from all around the world so you know from Europe to Japan to I had investors everywhere but then I started looking at what they were doing with the houses so I was selling single-family homes and they weren't fixing them up properly and then on top of that when you start to look at the makeup of the neighborhoods, you had more investors owning the property than you did homeowners. Mm. So I'm like, okay, this is not what I want because everybody from outside of Detroit is gonna own Detroit in a minute. Yeah. And so the goal was to 
uh, ensure that people who had stayed during the downturn would have an opportunity to have newly renovated housing, you know, all of that. And so um, I got my undergrad in general studies. That's a whole different story because I couldn't pass Spanish to get into business school at University of Michigan where it's required. Mm. But um, <laughs> I got general studies and then I went to work in real estate for nine years. So I did, I was a loan officer and real estate agent and I sold in Detroit. Wow. And so I'm like, okay, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. This is not my calling. Like I, I'm supposed to be doing something greater. And so I decided to go back to grad school and I got my master's in urban planning, um, community and real estate development. So I work for the lead economic development agency for the city of Detroit and I'm on the real estate side. So basically a developer who comes to the table and I don't know if you know anything about real estate in Detroit, like labor costs are super expensive. Um, land is can be expensive depending on where you're looking at. But in the economic climate that we're in, interest rates are high mm -hmm. and not just for people who are buying regular houses, developers that are going to banks to get money as well. And so they need like some sort of subsidy. And so that's they come to us. So we work with lending institutions that are known as um, community development financial institutions and their patient capital, their terms are really flexible. And it's more so, I don't want to say mission-based because everybody wants to make money, but um, they're more flexible than a regular bank. And so what we do at my job is um, we help provide like gap financing. So if the developer has gone to several different lenders and cannot secure, you know, a million dollars needed on a $10 million project. We help them source that. Wow. And then also um, I do what's called tax abatements. And that basically uh, keeps the taxes lower on a property after a developer has renovated it, because when they renovate it, the value is going to go up, the taxes are going to go up. And so it keeps it low so that they can go and get more debt in order to adequately renovate the property. So right now, this is my contribution to the economic development in the city of Detroit. But ultimately what I would like to do is I want to go back to single family and I want to um, renovate, fix up and not flip for profit, like huge profit. And I know some people are probably like, that's crazy. Like, why would you, why would you get into it? But um I want to um, create situations for people who have stayed in the city through the economic downturn so that they could purchase. And so in my day job, I have built those relationships with those institutions, understand, you know, where to go get the money, who to talk to. And so that when and if I ever decide to leave and go do this full time, I'm able to do that That's and make it, it happen, yeah. you know, so it's one thing to have a dream and a goal, but being able to actually implement it and having the patience to stay where you need to be staying in order to get that knowledge, education, and build those relationships, to me, is invaluable. Wow. So <laughs> this is amazing. I know I said a lot. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I want to break all of this down for our viewers. So, guys, if you go to Casey's YouTube channel, if you go to, I think it was maybe her first or like just the older videos, right? And she's on the journey and she's sharing the journey and things yeah. like that. And she spoke about this plan. Yes. Two years ago <laughs> when the channel first started, she spoke about why she came to Forex and how she got introduced and why this was an opportunity for her to build up capital to one day be able to buy blocks yes. in her city. You know, to buy back the block, own the blocks, you know, flip, all of this stuff, right? And so to see her now 
reach a place where she is she has her strategy she's full-time in this thing she's doing it and we're gonna talk about funded because you're taking that route now yeah and she's building this capital doing her thing and to see that she had the discipline to say hold up i still got this goal of mine yeah so for her to take the knowledge she's gained from school and stuff go get this job to strategically get these relationships for free yeah <laughs> by just doing the job getting paid to build these relationships to one day be able to impact her community for the better. Yes. And to see a person that's that's actually um, sticking to what they say they're going to do and not letting the fact that they can make money on their cell phone change that. Yeah. That just speaks to who you are. And uh, guys, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about this. So um, when you decided to go back into the workforce, right, and you decided to do this, I often tell people, when you only work a job, mm -hmm. it's frustrating Absolutely. because you know that there is more in you right. that you're not tapped into. Right. But when you start making money outside of your job, sometimes more than what the job pays you, yes. and you start coming to work, you notice that, man, <laughs> this is easy. Yeah. Work is fun. Yeah. Because the reason people upset with their job is because their job is not enough right. to afford the things that they want to do. Right. The job is just enough to take care of the bare needs of life. So you still stress. So you still you stress. You still feel burdened. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. when you making money and you can go on vacation and you fly back in Sunday <laughs> night and you show up Monday morning, you ain't tired. You're like, hey, what's up, y'all? Let me show y'all pictures the way yeah. I did this weekend. It's a whole different ballgame. It is. So is that what you living right now? <laughs> <laughs> is that like how you feel when you walk into there? Everybody's like, oh, no. it's Monday. And you like, what y'all no. I'm, I'm on purpose right now. <laughs> exactly. Wow. I enjoy what I do. Um, and it can get stressful because mm -hmm. uh, it's still political. And I deal with city council a lot. I deal with, you know, different players in the industry. But uh, like you said, it's a whole different attitude. It's a whole different, like you're viewing things through a different lens, a different perspective. And so it makes it much more enjoyable and much more tolerable. So you hit the nail on the head when you said that. I'm t listen, I have felt it. Yeah. You know, I and I often say, you know, my last job was a warehouse job. So okay. I was a I was managing a warehouse. Okay. I was cool with the owner. Yeah. And so I pretty much came and go as I went. Had a pretty decent salary in terms of what I was doing. I had a pretty decent salary. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wasn't there a lot. And I feel like I quit early. Too early because I was trying to just chase that I can do whatever I want to do. But when you really become an entrepreneur, you don't do what you want to no. do. <laughs> and oftentimes you do things that you don't want to do right. because you have to. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so my message has just always been that like embrace that job. Yeah. And let that job pay you to leave. You exactly. know what I mean? Let them pay you to leave because you've built so many relationships and so exactly. much skill set. And you're that valuable. To you're them. valuable. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the only reason you leave is because you've gotten enough information and value to now move on to the next thing, yeah. you know. And so that's awesome. Yeah. That is totally awesome. So you started trading your personal account. Yes. So that's what you were doing. Yeah. How long were you doing personal account, your own money? Up until 2020. Okay, boom. So pandemic comes. Yes. And where did this shift to the funded route? Like, how did that take place? <laughs> so I didn't know anything about prop firms. Mm -hmm. um, my cousin, who started after me, uh, started trading, and he got with FTMO. 
and he passed. And I'm like, I've been at this for three years. Like, wh- what do you mean? You got what now? <laughs> what you mean you trade exactly. six figures? Like, what you mean by that? <laughs> exactly. And so I'm like, okay, so uh, let me figure this out. And so FTMO, I tried them. I passed the first one. But I realized, again, that that pressure, and I'm not downplaying because it works for him. He's making money all day with them. But for me, it's pressure because they put a time limit on when you have to pass and I haven't revisited it in a minute so I don't know if the rules have changed but at the time it was like you had 30 days you couldn't hold trades over the weekend um and there were several other factors like you couldn't trade during news like all these constraints <clears throat> and I started doing more research because I'm like if I made almost ten thousand dollars off of hundred and fifty dollars if I get this funded account like I could really build something for real and so um, researching, I saw the fibers and they align more with my style and what I'm trying to do. So the swing trading, the um, they have like a year before you have to pass the, the boot camp exam or I want to say exam, the boot camp challenge. And it was just a better fit for me, mm. you know. So I went that route and they actually reached out to me first when I first started my channel and asked me to do a review. And I think I passed the first two or first one and then I got a little cocky and I blew the account and um then I just laid low on prop firm challenges for a minute because I look back and I'm like dang I done spent like a thousand dollars on (laughs) prop firm accounts (laughs) let me make sure that I have something that I know will work before I keep paying this money to do this and so I stayed away for what two and a half years Mm. I didn't take any more I just worked on building my strategy building my confidence and then in February of this year I went back and I was able to pass it so um I'm like I'm sitting on top of the moon. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how much are you funded with right now? One twenty five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So baby twenty thousand. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And for you, somebody that's been grinding small capital. Yeah. Into five figures, for you now to just be like, hold up. You know what I mean? Like, all I got to do is do what? And then you're going to give me, yeah. now I can leverage 120000 yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So that's a different ball game for it you. It is. And you said something that was very important because I often talk about when you do funded challenges, you need to make sure that firm fits how you trade. Absolutely. And so I could imagine when you were trying FTMO and you were looking at it, you like, hold up. Like, now this is taking me back to, I'm going to probably have to be a scalper here because yes. now- I'm not just getting in my trades carefree now and doing my thing. Right. You telling me I got time limit now. Now you're making the stress Stressful. start to come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> you definitely saw right away that that wasn't going to be the right. answer. And so um, it's important for traders, I guess you would agree, to research everything. Yeah. Look at everything. Yeah. What are some key things that you looked for when you were looking for just outside of the the no time limit and things like that. What are some other things you think that traders should look for when looking for funded accounts? So I think the biggest thing is a company with um, some history mm-hmm. and a reputation, not just somebody who popped up. And that's not saying somebody who popped up is not reputable, but I like to just, you know, I want to see what you've done in the past, make sure that I'm not going to trade for you and then I'm not getting paid. Um, I think the next thing is, understanding the business model of the company. And I know that might seem a little extra, but um, you have some prop firms that charge big time dollars just to take the the challenge, knowing that 95% of people are going to fail. Whereas 
like the fibers and I hate to plug them. I'm not affiliate, you know, I'm not trying to push them, but I think that they are to me a model prop firm because they have low entry costs to get started. And then you pay the lion's share of the fee once you pass. So you still have some skin in the game, but it's not like, let me make this money up front from you. Cause I know you're going to fail anyway, yeah. you know? So um, I think they have a vested interest in making sure that their traders are successful. Um, and so I really think for me, it was the business model. So is this like y'all banking on me failing or do you have resources and tools in order to help make sure that I can pass this and I can make money for not only you, but myself as well. If you are interested in getting funded, if you have been testing your strategy and you are ready to actually start going after a funded account, well, guess what? Funded Trading Plus is a prop firm that I think is really, really good for new and beginner traders. Why is that, Calvin? Well, number one, Funded Trading Plus offers no time limit on their challenges. So if you want to do a one phase challenge where you only have to pass one phase in order to get your funded account, you can do that with no time limit at all. Take as long as you need to. If you want to do the traditional two-step challenge, you can do that as well with no time limit. Also, another thing I love about Funded Trading Plus and why I say it's a great prop firm for new and beginner traders that are just getting consistency with their strategies is because once you get funded, no need to wait a whole 30 days to get your payout once you get funded and you go into profit on that funded account you can get your payout within three business days that's right within three business days and there is no better feeling as a new beginner and developing trader is that when you've put in the work you've been disciplined and you get your funded account and you've traded well and you're in profit on your funded account there's no better feeling than being able to cash out and see that payout see that withdrawal hit your bank account within a couple of days that's the best feeling ever so again if you're ready to get funded i recommend funded trading plus it's a great prop firm to get started with no time limit quick payouts check it out for yourself at fundedtradingplus.com and guess what? You know we had to hook you up on the Forex Beginner Podcast. So you're going to also get 10% off on your next challenge using coupon code NEWTRADER1. Again, that's 10% off on your next challenge using coupon code NEWTRADER and the number one. Back to today's podcast episode. Like, do you ever, like, pinch yourself? Like, I do sometimes. Like, I would get a payout and I'll see it hit my bank account and I'll be like, Oh, like <laughs> who knew it was? Yeah, like dude, you come from the hood, and now you kind of like a Wall Street guy. You trading, yeah. you know what I mean? You trading other people's capital, yeah. and you, you know, you getting paid out. Like, like, do you ever pinch yourself? I do, but you know what? <laughs> it was funny, and my family when I first started telling them I was trading, they like, what? What you got now? Mm, you know, because mm. as I told you, I was always looking for um, something entrepreneurial that I could do. Yeah, and so I had brought several things to them before. And so, you know, now, not only just the money, it's the respect that I've gained from my family that makes me say, dang, this is like for real now. Yeah. You know, so that's that's huge. dope. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's super dope. Um, so you're in Miami right now. I am. How does it feel to just because when I like like when we spoke yeah. on the phone and you was like, why don't we just do it in person? And I'm like, OK. Uh, you know, a lot of people say stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they just talk off the cuff. I think it was like the next couple days, you emailed me. <laughs> I checked my email. You're like, hey, we're planning on coming down this date, that date. What do you think? And I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah. And didn't hear back from you since, right? 
And then so I text you I the other night. I'm like, no, uh, are you here? Yeah, because I'm run, you know, running to people at the conference. I'm like, well, I got the studio blocked out, but I haven't heard from her. So I'm sorry. I, so no, 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 it's all good. No, no, no. Like, this is what I want to say. Like, I'm like, I haven't heard from her. So I'm gonna have you on standby. And if she is not here or something happened, we can do our interview, right? So I was talking to other traders at the event. And so I shot you a test. I'm like, hey, Casey, is everything, you know, good? Are you still here? Like, yeah just landed like, <laughs> so it's like the reason I, I like bring this up is because you know you have the authority to say yeah I'm gonna do it and yeah. you are able to just do it yeah it's not like oh I gotta see if this that, that. a lot of people give verbal commitments yeah but in the back of the person who's listening to it on the other end they're like I don't really know if this person gonna come through, yeah. but it's like you have built yourself up in this skill set, and you've gotten your life to a certain point where it's like, when you say it, it's like I can do yeah, it. Yeah, we doing it. Right. <laughs> we there. Right. If I say I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> like, how did like again? <laughs> I, you know, another pinch yourself moment. Like, I think we gotta understand how powerful that is, yeah. especially as like I often believe that nowadays the people that are attracted to forex. We're people that we've never had parents, um, grandparents that have passed on wealth to us. Right. And we we want that for right. our. Absolutely. You know, people coming behind us. Absolutely. And so I want to big that up because I think it's important to realize that you've already accomplished something major. So, like, have you, like, thought about that? Like, I want you to think about that for a second. <laughs> like, how does that make you feel? I guess. You, you know? know, I'm really, I don't want to say I, I, I don't like. I don't know. I guess I'm still getting used to the idea. I don't like to to make myself seem, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. But sometimes you have to, though. I guess. Because I feel like, for me personally, right, I'm at FX Summit Friday, and there were some great speakers who were funded. And, you know, Roy said, if you're funded right now, put your hand up. And there wasn't a lot of people that put their hand up. Mm -hmm. And when he said, if you're looking to get funded, put your hand up. The whole room, yeah. hand was up. Some of the guests <clears> that came across stage, some of them were funded a million in capital, two million in capital, a big couple time. hundred thousand in capital. I'm right. trying to get there. Yeah, yeah. And so you say big time, right? Yeah. And so it's like, but the the 120 is huge. It is. I guess so. It That's is. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's huge. Yes. You know, there the, was a time I couldn't pass Exactly. And yeah. again... When Roy said, if you're funded, put your hand up, there wasn't a lot of people. Yeah. If you would like to get funded, you were going to get funded, put your hand up, the whole room. Yeah. And so when I saw that, I'm just saying to myself, man, Calvin, you are blessed. Yes. Even That's if it's true. yeah, even if it's ten thousand funded, yeah. you're blessed. There Absolutely. is a whole, there was a room of almost a thousand people that want to get funded. Absolutely, and so I just want right. to big that up. Like right. you have to. Yeah. You you have to understand like what we're doing. It's hard. Yeah. It's it hard. It's not easy. It's not. It's easy to win an individual trade, but to consistently do that yeah. is very it's a hard. Big deal. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I so big yourself it. up. Big yourself <laughs> up. Come on now. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, so um talk to me about now where you are in your trading. Yeah. Right. How did like you're working on your end goal, yes. building relationships, building your community. You're working for your city, yeah. building your city. This is a goal for you. Um, and trading is there. How does it feel to finally have it automatic? It's just flowing now. Like, 
what does that feel like? Because I'm still automating mine. Like, I'm not there yet. You know, okay. I'm still in the charts, in the charts. I got you. I st- I'm working on that, de- like, that detachment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you a scalper? I'm transitioning. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm in my transition period. So, okay. yes, I am traditionally a scalper. Okay. But I am transitioning to intraday. Yeah. Um. I'll just say pre-swinging, okay. pre, pre. You know what I mean? <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But talk to me. Like, how does it feel to kind of know that that's like I marked up my charts. If the alarms don't hit, or if this doesn't happen, there's no opportunity. Like, how does that feel? Uh, <laughs> I just want to know. Stress free. Yeah. <laughs> stress free. And what I had to understand too is that. Not being in the market is better than being in the market and mm. being on the wrong side of the market. Mm. So um, it's stress-free. I have to reiterate stress-free because if trading is going to be stressful for you, you probably shouldn't do it. There are several other things in life that stress you out that you know you deal with on a day-to-day basis, and trading should not be one of them. Um, so now I, I tell people marking up charts for me is fun. You know, mm-hmm. because basically you're like setting a trap. And if you see the setup, you know, happen, you just go ahead and execute. You know what it is, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's fun, you know? How do you manage your trading money? Do you have separate accounts? Do you bring it into your personal account? How do you manage it? So I have a couple personal accounts. Uh-huh. And then I actually just started testing for a second account with the Fibers, mm-hmm. um, the larger one, which I don't know why I didn't do that one in the first place. But mm-hmm. Um, I take, if I see a setup and I'm pretty confident about it, I'll take it on all the accounts. Okay. If, Are you using a copier? No. For that? Manually. Fibers don't allow copiers. <laughs> so, I'm right with you on that. Manually. Yeah. But, um, if I see something and I know it's kind of risky, I'm only doing it in my personal account. Mm. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't want to say like. It's less risk. Like, I'm okay with losing some of my money rather than losing a funded account. So, um, yeah, for the most part, though, uh, I I take everything across the board. Mm. Do you have, in terms of taxes, do you have an accountant that helps you with, like, how to manage absolutely do. i don't do it i used to do my stuff on my own mm-hmm. but i let them let the professional that's not my ministry yeah, so, yeah. how important is that them. it's very important yeah. you don't want to get messed up with the irs <laughs> and figure out that you owe a big old bill you can't buy a house you can't buy like some major stuff if you owe the irs so yeah. staying on point absolutely necessary absolutely necessary yeah i agree when did it hit you that this is real um like at what point did you go from Okay, this is something I'm 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 doing, and then it hits you like okay, like I'm really consistent at this now, like when at I got what year? Funded. Oh, so really, when you got funded, that's when it really made sense. To yeah, you. like okay, like when you just talked about you know give yourself some credit, mm-hmm. and you are right because I did have that moment like dang, I just passed this. I just went three rounds because the fiver is is it's not two steps; it's yeah. three steps that you have to pass, and then even on the fourth step. They still don't pay you out. You got to get to the fifth step. So realizing like, okay, I know what I'm doing and I can really make this be whatever I want it to be, you know? So I will say the the most recent time has been getting funded. Getting funded. Yeah. But then when my mom asked me to learn how to trade, I'm like, oh. Ah, uh, that's yeah. a dear. I often <laughs> say this. Oh my God, you just took something. So I have this motivational like album 
Okay. It's on like Spotify and it's like I have a producer friend, shout out to my man Wes. Um, and he produced beats and I just talk, like do some motivational talk just based okay. off my lessons, right? Okay. So it's on if you guys haven't heard the motivational album, y'all check it out, Spotify Apple. Anyway, on one of them, I just went into this personal rant that we can create and be whoever we wanna be online. Yeah. I can be the nicest person online and I can be a dirtbag to my wife. Yeah. You know, I can be this super um you know, the super trader online and if you check my accounts, right. everything is negative, right? Yeah. Um but I said in that recording that the people around me, they know me best. Mm -hmm. So if my wife publicly acknowledges my efforts, that kind of confirms the fact that I'm a good husband. Yeah. Or that I do the best yes. that I can do. Yeah. If people that have learned Forex from me mm -hmm. or that have grown with me on this journey and that, you know, like we've connected and grown together, they've seen my progression. If they say, man, Calvin has really helped my journey. He's really showed me some things that kind of confirms that I'm really yes. on this journey and I'm really trading. Right. Yeah. And so I often find it amazing when you see traders and you see their family members learning. Yeah. Even if they don't stick with it. Yeah. Because a lot of times people just have to see what it's like to see, uh, okay, I'll just it's let you do that. Me. Right. It's not for me. <laughs> but when you see family members come to you and ask, I want to learn. Right. That's when you know that person is really doing it. So yeah. how did like what like when you got like was it a phone call? Like were you guys together? Like what was that like? It was actually in December of last year. Mm. And um my mom, I was putting a course together mm. and my mom was like, well, I want to see what you, I want to do this. Like I want to learn. And she's the most risk adverse person. Wow. Like she does not, <laughs> if it's not a guarantee, she not doing it. So the fact that she came around, she knows that I've been at it for six years. She knows that I made money. She mm. knows that I've been on, you know, some other uh, publications about this. And so she's like, okay, this, this must be a legit thing. Let me see. Let me see. So uh, we actually started the process, I want to say in January. And so it's interesting, though, to wow. see her go, <laughs> to see her try to learn and me teaching her. You know, she yeah. the mama. Yeah. She, she the one who taught me. Now I'm sharing what I've learned with her, you know, so that she can have some flexibility in her retirement and do some things that she want to do. That's powerful. Yeah. It speaks volume. I'm telling you, no yeah. lie. It speaks volume. I've had my mom ask me multiple times. So what you do again? <laughs> <laughs> my wife, we've sat down multiple times. Like my wife just don't have the patience for it, okay. you know. Yeah. But we've sat down multiple times, and I'm teaching my son. Okay, you know what I mean. How old is your son? My so my oldest is six. Okay, my youngest is three. That's so I have dope. two, and the oldest has seen because he was like two when okay. I first started, and like two and a half turning three okay. when I first started. His brother was just born, and so he he has. He's seen charts since he could remember. He's seen me in front of the computer. So when I ask him, I say, what's an uptrend? And he can tell me, like, he was like, that's when candles are gradually moving up. That's or, awesome. Or he'll say green candles. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when the market's moving sideways, he's like, oh, daddy, that's accumulation. That's accumulation. So <laughs> I it's, love a, it. it's an amazing thing. So it's the fact that you thing. just mentioned that because, and I, I know I keep adding on all the things I yeah. want to do, but when I think about community development and economic development, and I don't know how much you know about Detroit, mm -hmm. the area median income is like $28,000 wow. for a two-family household. 
And so sitting at council, listening to the concerns that the community has, the biggest thing is they don't like the type of jobs that come. And they're usually like service-based jobs, not really high-paying jobs. So I haven't quite figured out how I want to marry this into exposing children to this early. But the fact that you're doing it with a six-year-old yeah. lets me know that's the road I can't go down. You can definitely do it. Yeah. Let's, let's see something real quick. While we here, let's see something real quick. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Let's see something real quick. <laughs> 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 let's see if we can do this live real quick. Let's see if we can do this real quick. Sorry. Hey, let me talk to Kaden real quick. Put Kaden on. Let's see if we can do this. Hey, Kaden. <laughs> Kaden. Yeah. Yes. Listen. When do we trade? Yes, we trade London session, New York session, all right? So when you have green candles going up, what trend is that? Um, uh, uptrend. That's an uptrend, yes. When we got red candles, what is that? Downtrend. Yes, and when the candle's moving sideways, what is that? A clear That's right, all right. I'll talk to you later, okay? All right. I love it. <laughs> so it's like I'm 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 telling you like that's when you amazing. I'm, I'm and he that's all he saw. Oh, he yeah. see me every day. I'm in the every day. Cuz I'm a scalper. So yeah, yeah, I'm in the market every day. And so when you said your mom came to you, yeah. I know what it's like. That's when you really doing like the family know you best yeah you can put on for the world yes but if the people that's around you the people that know you best aren't interested or they have never asked or they don't right like when somebody asks oh like what is your your son do or parent do and they don't say trading like chances are you're not really doing it like i'm yeah. just being real and my son tells his teacher my dad's a trader and he be talking to the microphone and telling people about trading and is that and no i'm not like making outrageous amount of money yeah. i'm not i'm yeah, growing yeah, yeah, yeah. but i man i am definitely on this journey yeah. and this is what i do and it is it's working that's exciting and I, and yeah i'm yeah. excited that you know because I, I people like well what age would you you know want to look at mm -hmm. and i'm like 12 because you know younger than that is it's not gonna work but the fact you got a yeah. six-year-old so, that understands yeah so with what with the you can teach them at any age yeah so you definitely should do that because yeah, yeah. they will and it's like because you have such a passion for it, yeah. that bleeds over. I got you. That, and that's what it is more than anything. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's your mom just like, <laughs> girl, yeah. I'm ready to learn. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. At oh, 71. So. You feel me? Yeah. She sees it in you. Yeah. And she sees what it's doing. Yeah. And she's like, I want that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, as a trader, you obviously get emails, comments on your YouTube channel. Um, from a lot of traders that are listening and that are on this journey trying to get to where you are and trying to get some knowledge and some foundation, what's one of the common questions that you always get? The common question yeah. I always get. From beginners. Can I make them successful? Mm, talk about that. Can you? Can Hey, 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 Casey, we see you. <laughs> you. You flying to Miami. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're doing your thing. You funded 120000 yeah, Like. Yeah. Can you make me successful, Casey? Can the you do it? The answer is no. <laughs> what does it take? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I tell people, like, I can give you the million dollar play. 
but it's going to be up to you for you to go in, for you to learn, for you to get comfortable with the market, for you to execute and implement. And you said earlier, like the course is just the, the roadmap, right? After you finish the course, the course is not supposed to make you successful. It's supposed to give you the tools that you need in order to be successful, but it's still dependent upon you going in, studying, doing the work in order to implement and execute. Mm. Basically for you to run the play. I gave you the play. Now you got to run it. You know? How important though is guidance and mentorship? How important is that? I think it's important. Absolutely. Because it offers a level of accountability. But again, at the end of the day, it's you. Yeah. It's up to you. You know, nobody can, can make you successful at all, but you got to be willing to put in the work, put in the time when you're not with the mentor, when you, you just by yourself mm -hmm. in order to become prepared and become proficient at it. Yeah. Yeah. That is something that, <laughs> why do you think, and my mind's going two places, but okay. I'm going to start here. <laughs> why do you think though, is it because of the advertisement on social media? Is it because of, the flashiness, but why do you think nowadays we think that there's a magic pill for everything? I guess I would say microwave generation. Mm. You know, you think you could do something and just right away it worked. And uh, my mom always calls us that, like, y'all just want everything now. You think everything's supposed to happen. Just, and it's really hard work that yeah. you got to put in and time. Now, it don't have to be six years like it was for me at all because. My goal in having a YouTube channel is to help people shorten that learning curve, right? So um, it still takes work. It still takes effort, and there will be a learning curve. But um, why are people just attracted to it? Because you got people online, like you, we talked about, who are selling it as such, yeah. you know? And, I mean, that's great if it works for them, but for the average person, it's not going to work like that, mm. you know? So, but there are those anomalies that yeah. situations do work out, but more than likely that won't be you, unfortunately. <laughs> I know that so, sounds dismal. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound a little discouraging. <laughs> but when you get on the journey, like we talked about, like you're in it, so it doesn't seem as long as it may. That's true. That that's that's true too. Mm -hmm. Very true. Because time does fly. Because when I say six years, I'm thinking back like, dang, that was only just like two years ago. But I forgot we've been at home for three years. Exactly. Too, so yeah. So what are some success stories you've heard from people that may have consumed your content? Yeah. May have gotten your trainings. Yeah. Yeah. So share some of those. So those are still difficult for me to hear. I think I told you this before. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I guess I never realized the impact that I was making on people when mm -hmm. I was making those videos. But um, they tell me, so I'm a heavily based FIB trader. And so a lot of people are not taught the combination between FIB retracement, FIB extension. Mm -hmm. And so when they tell me like, oh, you opened my eyes to a whole new thing. My trading has improved since I started using this strategy. Like wow. I understand better or your chart setup is real clean. It's easy for me to digest, you know, and understand. So I guess the way that I have received the information from you know, past mentors or whatever in the way that I'm able to, like I said, I have to have a process. And so that's what I try to teach people that it's impacted and benefited people to have a clear path as far as how to move forward and what steps to take in order to, you know, become successful, I guess you could say, or at least be on the road to being successful. The main thing first is having an understanding mm -hmm. of what you want to do and then having a clear path of how to do that. So, so are you just trading that one strategy and you rinse and repeat it over and over again. So I don't like to call it a strategy. Okay. 
So what do you call it? I think it's a holistic approach to the market. Holistic approach. Please, <laughs> please, please continue. <laughs> Come so, on. It's not like, you know, I've heard several different, like my cousin trades, I can't even think of the name, but he has several different strategies that he trades and it involves EMAs and this and that. But I look at just the market as a whole mm -hmm. and the FIB tool in order to figure out what I'm doing, you know, so I don't know how deep you've gotten into any of the videos, but it's basically I trade reversals okay. and then I also trade with the trend. So I can trade whatever's going on in the market. It's just, you know... Is it a good opportunity and a good risk to reward for me to get into? So when you're deciding what trades you're going to take, it's primarily based on risk to reward? Yes. Okay. So my position is determined by the number of pips and the stop loss. What's the the lowest risk to reward that you'll take? Two to one. Two to one. Yeah. And what time frame you take your entries off of? Fifteen. So, so you do come down? I do come down. Just for entries? Yes, just for entries. Because I identify the setup on the four hour or the daily. Okay. And then in order to minimize the drawdown, I go down to the 15. So when you see the, because this is something I'm testing out. When you see your entry set up as far as how candles should look, how candles are printing on four hour or daily, do you enter instantly on a 15 or do you wait until you get a pullback on the 15 or you create a higher low or a I lower high? I wait for the pullback. So okay, I wait, wait for, for the pullback a trend on line 15. break, uh -huh. a pullback. Uh-huh. Um, in a swing low or high, depending on what I'm trading. And then if I'm taking it manually, yes. If I'm entering off of uh, a... Uh, an order? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If I'm no entering problem. off of a sell limit or mm -hmm. a buy limit, then I know I've measured it out, you know, and then figured out where I'm going to put my, my entry at. Perfect. So do you mark up your charts before the market opens? Yeah. Okay. It's Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So you're marking up tonight? No, or no, I did that Friday. Oh, come on. She already <laughs> knew. She, I'm coming to Miami. I ain't marking up no charts. Come on, man. I did that Friday night before I went to dinner. Okay. Yeah. And so you set alarms and stuff like that to get notified? No, you don't. I got to wait to no. You mean on the, the chart? Chart, yeah. Oh, so I know. Uh, no, on Sunday, I got in my notes, you know, where I'm looking at, getting in at, where to set the limit. And so when the market opens, I'll just go in and punch it in. So... Like, what time of day are you checking the charts? Like, do you have a set day that you check the charts? Like, check to see where what? you are? Like, to see where you are? I'll look in. And it, like, I know that sounds crazy. Yeah, it, it does. Like, do you have intuition to, like, know <laughs> when the market... Oh, okay. I just feel like the market should be setting. Oh, it should be near where I need to set up in the order. Like, how do you know? <laughs> so, my charts are marked up with, like, I know when I... If I go in and I look, and I'm not looking at MT4. I'm looking at the platform that I trade. Okay. I color code everything. So, mm -hmm. I know if I'm approaching a daily level or a four-hour level or whatever else. Mm -hmm. So, I have an idea of where I am, but... I mean, I'm pretty confident in the setup that I take, and okay. I, I don't want this to sound like, you know, um, cocky or anything, but Not, I, I'm confident. By all means, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confident in the setup that I take, so I don't really, like, I set the limit, and I, you know, I know going in, okay, well, I'm risking 2%. I'm going to lose $250 if this don't work, you know. I'm fine with that. Is 2% the most you'll ever risk on a trade? No, on I'm a single gone trade? more. <laughs> on your personal account, of course, yeah. right? On your personal account? I've gone more. All right, so what's the limit? Like five? It depends on the setup. So, I know that sounds crazy. No, 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 no. It, it, I'm always intrigued by this, yeah. right? Because I have followed traders that I know are good traders. 
Um, I just haven't had the opportunity to meet them yet, but I know that they're solid traders. Yeah. Um, and they've said, look, I'll go as much as 15 on my personal if I know, yeah. if, if, if like, feeling. that's mine right there, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll go that high. But I'm aiming, you, you know, if I go 15, I'm aiming for at least 30% return. Yeah. At least, you know? Yeah. Um, would you ever go that high, 15? I don't think 15. Okay, no. so 10 so, the most, maybe? Probably. Oh, okay, 10. Probably 10? at the okay. most. Gotcha. But that has to be, like, something that, and it's not something that's consistent. Correct. Um, it has to be, I'm feeling it and I just got, like you said, yeah. intuition yeah. that this is about to happen, but that's burned me too, mm. you know? So it's worked out and yeah. then it's burned me, but that is not a regular practice at all. Please don't do that. You know, <laughs> hey, we do keep it real at of course, we get a podcast, but that's what she does. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we ain't telling y'all to do that. No. So brokers, right. Um, do you trade with a offshore broker or do you trade with a regulated broker? So I do have a brokerage account that I got in 2017 mm -hmm. and they are not regulated. Okay. I've never had an issue with them, no. Okay. They That's stopped good. accepting U.S. clients uh, it, at the start of the pandemic. If it, it, is that FX Choice? No. Oh, okay. Who is it? Trader's Way. Oh, Traders Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've blown a lot of accounts with Traders Way. <laughs> Golly. Because that leverage, that, that one to one thousand. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about everything going and I owe them $40. You know what I mean? I done blown some money with Traders Way. Too well. God. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, Traders Way. Um, and, okay. So, you just rock with them. You never had issues. So, you just rock with them. All right. Awesome. Awesome. As you are at this stage right now where you have the funded account, how often are you? trading your personal account now because obviously the focus is the like more so the funded or no i do it on everything every trade i take for the most part mm. i trade it across all four accounts like i said if it's something riskier then i'm so you're manually on one phone going from one account to the next and yes. just entering oh okay yeah cool <laughs> like i have a bunch of like so i got a lot of old iphones like okay. at home and <laughs> i yeah yeah okay. and, and so on each account like i at most i'll do three at once that's okay. it um, so I have this thing where I do a new challenge every month. It's just automatic. I do a new challenge really? every month. Yes. Okay. Because how I do things, I'm still working on like the confidence to like just make profit on the account and don't withdraw and just kind of scale yeah, it up. It. Yeah. yeah. I'm more of if I go in profit, I had a solid trade today. I'm up two percent on an account. Man, I ain't trading no more until I get my withdrawal. Next setup, I see. <laughs> Next okay. setup I see, I'm trading on the other funded account. I got you. So that's how I do it. I got you. Um, so yeah, I'm working on that confidence or patience maybe to yeah. just scale up, but I ain't there yet. Pray yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> so um, for you, how do you spend your Forex funded money? How do I put it aside? Oh, so you don't spend it. <laughs> yeah, I talk about like... I know people are going to be like, what? But I don't know if you know, like the social social security trust is supposed to dry up in 2037, right? I, I've been hearing that for years. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure the government will come up with something, but I don't want to rely on the government to figure out what. Please enlighten us. Please. Because I need to change what I'm doing. Because <laughs> every so, vacation we take is from a funded payout. <laughs> Everything. We no. spend it. I'm being honest with you. I, uh, <laughs> Talk to me. Aside. Put well, let me say pay. this. IRS, we pay y'all. <laughs> all right. We we put that aside for y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we spend. But go you ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like because and this is what I mentioned in the video I put out this morning mm -hmm. about why I'm keeping my job. Because like my job, I get paid well. 
mm-hmm. for what I do. Yeah. And it more than takes care of me. So this is not like money that I need in order to live. And so the Social Security Trust and them not having like we're not set up like our parents were back in the day with a pension, a 401k and Social Security. So my concern, because I started talking to a financial advisor years ago, mm-hmm. he's like, you're going to need X amount of money in order to retire comfortably and live the life that you, you know, you're used to living. Like, OK, well, I'm not going to get all of this from my job. So how else can I supplement too? So that's a part of it as well. But then, you know, the ultimate goal, start buying houses in the city, renovating creating a program you know yeah not so but no we don't spend. we don't spend <laughs> no <laughs> i'm feeling bad no. right now we don't spend she's like but wait this, spend this is, we you don't, don't spend. work a job either though no, no too. i don't right yeah so it makes sense yeah uh well you know because we do have our business expenses irs <laughs> and we do need to spend we do need to spend to keep the forex beginner podcast and everything else these studios aren't cheap <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> favorite trading book favorite trading book i like naked forex Ah, uh, i heard a lot about that book yeah haven't read it personally but heard a lot about okay. it okay and then I started uh, One Good Trade. One Good tra- Mike, yes. yes. I, yes. I, everybody know I recommend that book. <laughs> Listen, that is an amazing book. It is. So I got into it because he owns a prop firm, SMB Capital yep. in New York. And the whole book is him kind of talking about their mentality. Yep. And he he profiles like some of his traders. That's what I like. Talk the to me about what yeah. about the different traders, um, the nicknames that they yes. have, their styles, their personality traits, and like you could really find a little bit of yourself in some of these traders. And then just listening to the ultimate outcome of some of the people, you know, like how somebody's selling insurance in New Jersey now, and then this person became successful and they go eat at the most expensive sushi restaurant. So it's very interesting. I guess it puts some color into the very boring world of what can be boring about trading. Yes. So I'm enjoying it. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm enjoying it thus far. It's really good. Yeah. And it, it it amazes me how many trades those guys take a day. I know. Like they, they go at it. Yeah, they they go at it. And um, the other encouraging part about it is how much money those guys make. I know. Millions, like, <laughs> I know. Millions a year, yeah. and that's their cut. That's not even what right. they actually made for right. for the firm. That's just their cut, cut, like their commission. Absolutely. Crazy. I think he talked about one guy, and I can't remember his name, but he talked about how uh, he was very difficult or very hard on himself. And when the market was not doing good, most traders were failing, but he was still bringing in like $500 to $1,000 a day. And then it started to progress. And then he's like, he has like $10,000 days a day. I'm like, well, what I'm doing? I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Like, it's crazy. I want to figure this out. Yes. Yeah. And, and do you know something else about Mike? I follow him on Instagram. Okay. He lives a, a simple life. Really? He, a simple. If you follow him, like... He posts pictures when they do their S&B Capital, like, brunch or whatever. Okay. And they're in normal. They look normal. Like, they regular look like people. every, like, which yeah. we all are regular people. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, they make, that company generates. They low-key. The, the, uh, um, yeah. Super low-key. Yeah. But it's like, I believe to win at the big level, and that's what I'm working on, you have to separate money. It has to be about skill. Yeah. It, like the process yeah you got to get excited about just coming to the market yeah get excited about taking the right setup yeah managing risk the right way right and i feel like when the process excites me that's when i'll make 
everything yeah. and then some. Absolutely. And that's what those guys do. Yeah. It's, I, I would agree process. with you. I would agree with you. And and that's one thing I think I told you before I come in here. Like, I don't want to talk about money. Yes, I absolutely. I want to talk about, and if you look at my channel, like, I don't talk about profit. Yes. I talk about the process. Yes. Like, even in the community, we focus on the process. When people post money charts or money uh, screenshots. They get deleted? Uh, yeah. <laughs> And you Look, no, there was no smile on her face. She was like, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, a one, I think it attracts the wrong kind of people. And then two, I think it sets an expectation, you know, uh, where somebody can beat themselves up if they're not producing the same results. Mm. And then three, you focus on the process. If you focus on the process, the money is going to come. I agree. Yeah. And that book is everything and then so. Yeah. Because that's what I'm working on. Like, I want to be like a LeBron LeBron just loves the process. Yeah. He just loves the process yeah, of yeah. everything. And so, yeah. Um, what's your favorite Forex YouTuber? Or who is your favorite Forex YouTuber? Do I have a favorite one? Do, yeah. Do I'm you? trying to think. Was there anybody when you were coming up that you saw, you was like, you know what? Like, they give us some solid advice. Or they're doing something really good. Is I'm there trying anyone? to think. Is there anyone? Or it could be you. No, I won't say it's me <laughs> as far as YouTubers. So, yeah. you know, when I got on YouTube, mm -hmm. I tried my best not to, when I started the channel, Yeah, I tried not to look at what other people were doing. Okay. So I can't say. Or was there anybody when you were looking, like you heard about Forex, like did you go to YouTube to see if anybody was doing it? I did. There was a guy, and I can't remember his name, mm -hmm. um, Urban Forex. Do you know who I'm talking about? He has a pretty big channel. I've no. Okay. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. Um, he was one of the ones that I started following where things started to make sense to me mm. a little bit and I was able to put together just a little bit, you know, on top of what my mentor was saying. And I cannot think of his name off the top of my head, but Urban Forex was the channel. Mm. Um, but I can't say that because I don't want to I don't want to say that there's nobody out there who trades right. like me. Yeah. I know they are somewhere, but mm. I couldn't tell you. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> private Island or Big Home? Which would you prefer? <sighs> so you've accomplished your dream. You've impacted your community. You've done all the things you wanted to do. Now it's time for you to enjoy you, right? I would probably say a private island. Private island. Peace. peace. I feel like the Big Home is just going to be headache after headache mm. or potential issue. There you go. Um, trading psychology or risk management? I got to pick one. You got to pick one. Which is more important to you? Like, which is the thing that you pay more attention to in your journey? Psychology is important, but I think you have to have a, a process and the math has to work. So I would say risk management. All right. That's yeah. good. Uh, personal account or funded account if you had to start all over? Funded account. Okay. Um, I, I think that should have been the route from the start. But, you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to in time. But funded account, like, I believe that should be the goal of every trader. Because yeah. most people don't have $10,000 to put into an account and just trade it, right? And then it's low risk to get yep. started, depending on who you choose. Uh, low risk to get started, but the upside potential is huge. Yeah. Entering trades on your phone or on a computer? On my phone. On your phone. I'll yeah. mark up on a computer, yeah. but I enter on my phone. I'm the same way. Like, I don't understand MT4 on a computer yeah. at all. It seems like an old 
IBM computer. Exactly. It's antiquated. <laughs> yeah. It's outdated. I, I, yeah. I don't understand it at all. I see people use them like, how do you know how to do that? Yeah. Like, I don't, it be making that weird noise yeah. and stuff. I'm like, what in the world is this? Yeah, no. <laughs> not, not on the computer. I have done a few videos just showing people how to put the account on there, mm -hmm. you know, but no. Marking up charts. How do you mark up a chart on? I have no idea. <laughs> So, no. Shout out to my boy Charlie P though, because he he's an expert at it. He can do it. Yeah, he does it. I'm like, Charlie P. I'm like, Charlie, how how do you know? And he be pulling the indicators at I'm like, how did he know how but to do he this? Is he a computer guy? He is. Okay. He is. You right about sense. that. He is into software. So you absolutely right about that. Charlie, what's up, brother? <laughs> um, so uh, if you could, if we open that door and there was a new trader who has been struggling for the last two years trading. And they sat down, like we pulled a chair, they sat down yeah. right here. What would you say to them? Um, be kind to yourself and give yourself some grace. Um, don't measure yourself up to anybody else. Um, be honest with yourself and be consistent about the process you're using before you start to evaluate your output and what you're doing. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, any last comments? Anything you want to say? Anything no, you want to put out there? Where just, can we follow you? Um, I'm on YouTube. It's my name, Casey Jackson. I'm on Instagram. It's Casey Jackson underscore. There are a lot of fakers out there. Make sure it's blue check verified. I pay for that, and I have no problem paying for it. But Yo, anyway. they was getting mad. You know what I mean? <laughs> so on Facebook, you know, they're like, uh, all my Christian people, they talk about some... All y'all people paying for these blue check marks. I was validated when the Lord brought me here. I'm like, y'all don't have a business. That's <laughs> right. why. Y'all exactly. don't have people lying about y'all exactly. personality, taking money from exactly. people. Exactly. That's why y'all saying that's that. that's a dangerous position. <laughs> it's very I'm dangerous. I'm like, and people clowning folks online, like, y'all, I would never pay for no. Well, I pay for it. Yes. And I do it just to make sure that the people who watch me, who trust me, yes. know that I'm never contacting them for money or offering to trade for them. But I've had people ask me to give them their money money back like i never took it it's crazy yeah so. i had a girl that never reached out to me before and she was like hey i listen to your podcast all the time but i invested in this investment thing you're doing and i found out it was a scam i said yeah i'm not doing nothing right <laughs> so you right. didn't invest nothing and it was a scam and yeah. i'm like why would you you know but that's like when you're greedy yeah you know what i mean and you just yes. think that money just falls yeah. out of the sky you'll go for anything well it, well i'm about to Go ahead, myself. go ahead. Forex begin a podcast <laughs> exclusive. I'm about to tell them myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh this was what in 19, I was so desperate to make money that I considered sending money to somebody who I never met who said, I'll trade it for you. So I was on the other end of that. Mm. I'm like, I want to make money off of this. Like, and I considered sending them a thousand dollars. And then I woke up and said, What are you doing? Like, stop. <laughs> Just put it in the work. Like, it'll come for you. So I've been on that side and I, I've, you know, I've dealt with that. But just be patient. That's why I say be patient with yourself. Don't try to rush the process. You know, go through the process. Like, there's beauty in the journey. And just enjoy that process. Even if it seems like it's never going to happen. Even if it seems like you've blown 10 accounts. Like, stick with it. And I tell people all the time, consider the fact of what if you never give up? If you give up, you have no possibility to be great at this. If you don't, there's always a chance and there's always hope. I totally agree. To everybody, when you feel desperation, you got to understand that it does not result to anything real. No. It's fake. <laughs> it's fabricated. Like, if something seems too good to be true, like one of my 
my guys, Robert, shout out to Robert. He will never watch this, but shout out to Robert. Um, he often told me, he said, Galvin, if it sounds too good to be true, run and yeah. run fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just say that to everybody. Um, there's a lot out there. There's I get DMs about these bots making yes. 120% a day, all yes. this type of stuff. Nothing that comes fast will last. Right. I agree. I Nothing. totally agree. And you from Detroit. You know <laughs> what go on <laughs> the dope game and yeah, all that yeah. stuff yeah. and you see all these guys that's winning for a right. year and, and then, then they, they gone yeah and everything they even if they had a heart which a lot of them do have a heart to give back it don't stay because right. when they leave yeah it's, it's nobody there to pick yeah. it back up so even though they try to do good if it come fast it's gonna leave just as fast so right. put that out there but yeah the floor is yours um just leave us with some closing remarks before we get out of here What's, um, if, if you had to just just anything you wanted to get off that I didn't cover this is that moment share it with us Drop I us think that I have gems. for the most part covered everything I just I guess I would just like people to understand the potential of what this could be um, and just dedicate yourself like I said to the process just go through the ebbs and the flows of it you know like Calvin said there will be low points I guarantee you that uh, but just don't give up don't give up because if you give up, you take yourself out of the game. If you stick with it, there's a possibility that you will be successful. So I appreciate you inviting me here. Yes, It's been pleasure. a great weekend, and yes. um, I, I appreciate the opportunity to share with people. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Casey Jackson <laughs> from Detroit all the way to the tree, oh, to the five. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast. We look forward to running into you at the bank one day, but you can't meet us there. You got to beat us there. When we pull up, you should be walking out with a duffel bag. If you're a woman, I understand you can have your purse. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, Calvin, what about the, the purse? Well, I need a duffel bag. If you're a lady, you can have your purse, right? Uh, but listen, um, in all truthfulness, the reason I say that is is not to to boast about money and things like that, but it's it's just to say, look, whatever you want to do is possible. And when I say I want to meet you at the bank, like I want to meet you at your goals. Mm -hmm. I want to meet you. I want to be thriving and I want to see you thriving. And when we connect, when we run into each other, I want you to tell me what's going great in your life and how you're living out God's purpose for your life. And that's what that slogan is all about. So we believe all of us going to be successful and we're going to live out our true calling. And the last thing I'll share before we get out of here is that you can do it. Um, it's possible and it's a journey. So just keep going and you're going to run into some success. All right, it's your boy Calvin, new trader. Casey Jackson saying peace. Bye. Holla at you later.